What's up, everybody? Welcome to another BMB podcast. My name is BJ. This is Mike. What's up? It's the Weekly Brian. How y'all doing? Weekly Brian. Sweetly. Weekly Brian. We usually we usually do once a month kind of podcast and. Just for all of our listeners, because we've seen that last week was a fucking big hit. We're coming back again. Yes, yes, y'all. Still fucking shaking, guys? You're still wiping? Shaking? Um, I, just, I just took a piss before we started podcast. I shake that shit. <laughs> shake all day. Shake, shake. Shake, shack. Shake, shake. Shake, shack. Have you guys ever been in Shake, shack? No. no, I keep hearing about it though. I never, yeah. I don't know where one's at. I just know one in LA. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I never seen one around here, so I don't know. Uh, what's that one? Steak and Shake? The mobile brand? Yeah. yeah, I've been yeah. that one. Never been there. Yeah, there. I haven't been there. I haven't, I haven't been to Raising Canes yet. Uh, Raising oh, Canes. Raising Canes, I. Right. Yeah. Is it overhyped? Yeah. It's. It's kind of just the one good thing about it is there's not a lot of stuff on the menu, mm-hmm. so you kind of just you you're just getting what you get, you know. Yeah, there's only, but I like it. Like, I enjoy it. I kind of like. I mean, I haven't been to Chick Fil A in a while, but the last time I was there, their breakfast was breakfast was pretty good. I don't know about chicken for breakfast. Eh, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, you know, but because McDonald's is doing that too now, right? Yeah, yeah I saw that. Two for three dollars. Fuck that. I ain't but, trust no McDonald's chicken. It's, it's, it's funny though, man, because like we're when we go to work, because we're always before the you know before the freeway. There's always that yum yum donuts, and I'm always like, at least once a month, you gotta have that donut. And I always mad dog yum yum, and I'm like, should I? No, because <laughs> it's yeah, over 24 I, hours, you know. Yeah, and I'll look at that motherfucker. I'm like, do I want? I go, I want some, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna hold off. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do donut once a week, man. That's my treat to myself. Once a week. What do you get? Freighter? I, I'm everything, man. I, I'll get a crumb donut. Um, I'll get my, my go-to is if they got it, a chocolate chip donut. I don't know if you ever seen those. Oh, ones. And the, the cho- yeah, the chocolate on the inside? Woo! The inside? Yeah. I, I thought I was the one. only one about it. No, the first time I ate is- one of those, I was like, no, the first time I ate one of those, I was like, what the fuck is this? And the guy goes, chocolate. I'm like, oh my God, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a connoisseur for those. Like, I got certain spots that I'll go to to get it, but not every single yeah. one of them is good as they. Uh, some of them deep nah, fried a little too much. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say there's there's one or two that you're like, oh, that's the spot. Then you go to another one, they have the same thing. You eat it, you're like, nah, man, it's not the same. There ain't nothing like getting a bad donut though. That is the worst thing because oh, you're already yeah. on the road. You can't do anything about it. Like my my go to, I I like the cinnamon bum or uh, apple fritter. Nice. So when they're like been sitting for a while and you bite into it as hard as shit, I hate that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I will have to if um if I have time, I'll get I'll go to like a microwave and warm that bitch up, make it kind of like softer. That's funny shit, man. Yeah, I hate a hard ass fucking donut, man. <laughs> Break a window with it. <laughs> oh yeah, play frisbee with that bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> just crazy, man. But nah, today's weekly edition BNB podcast. We're going to be talking about what we saw at the movies, talk a little fantasy football for you all, talk a little angel baseball. Uh, Michael, talk about his painting subjects, like always. Uh, we got our music, we got picks, and at the end, just a little shout out to some people. But yeah, right yeah. now, guys, it's 92 degrees still outside. Uh, it's supposed to be hot. It's supposed to be hot during the fucking whole week, too. Damn. What's up, man? We got I'm waiting for winter still. Hey, you know what's funny? I, I haven't really even used the pool much this summer. It's hot. No, not me either. Not yeah. me. I mean, the kids like it and everything, man. But other than that, nah. And our pool's nice because there's some pools out there, man, that they're just as hot as the sun. So it's like 105 on the pool. But at least our pool's like at least 75 sometimes. Uh, you want to name what pool's that? Who that is? Are you talking about there, Brian? What pool? You want to name that pool you're talking about? Name Paul that Springs, pool. Dog. Huh? Who, who, whose pool are you talking Paul- about? Are you? Are you the one? You want? <laughs> I don't see if you're gonna say it or not. <laughs> no, I haven't been in my suit. No, but no, Palm, no Palm Springs, man. Now Kelly's pulls the same way though, but no Palm Springs is bad. Yeah, there's a couple. You know, there's a couple that keep at seventy, man. But like, you know, uh, Mo and I at Riviera last year was fucking like it was like 110. The pool was. Oh hell no! God damn. Yeah. 110. Yeah, I mean, 
it felt like that. It was like between the, the way the heat was and everything like that, and then That's going the water. <laughs> it's a big ass spa, yeah, pretty it much. Was, dog, it was it was murder. Yeah. But anyways, no, I, but um, I can't wait for winter, bro. Let's just bring on winter. It's gonna be a minute, man. It's gonna be a minute. September is usually hot as fuck, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's coming. No, it's yeah. coming. Like I said, we just saw earlier they they showed a preview of Malibu. Malibu's like sixty-seven right now. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> oh yeah, fuck time to man. time to go rate the beach house, dog. Get up, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> we coming. We coming. If you ain't there, I don't care. I'm still coming. <laughs> but gentlemen, let's first go off with uh well fuck it, man. You know what? It was a, the past week was nothing but movies uh and shows. Let me just tell you, uh Mike watched it. I've been talking about it. I saw it, the boys, I saw Amazon. It. <laughs> it reminds you it's got it's like a John Wick Deadpool altogether, man. The violence and shit, the Deadpool fucking comedy and shit like that but let me just tell you it's a i mean i was sick i was sick on monday watched the whole fucking thing loved it loved every fucking minute of it it's it's binge worthy no it's excellent everybody i tell so far they like it and um like i like i kind of said last week man that thing is uh i just love how their their take on it is you know there's one other show that's kind of like that with superheroes wise is another one by the name of preacher which is actually from the same creator. Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. Seth Rogen too is involved in that one too. That's um, but that, uh, but Preacher's also another one I'd recommend if you like how dark the boys are. That one's also a really good one too. But yeah, that that show's excellent, man. I devoured that thing up and oh, love it. Can't wait for the next season. I know it sucks because it just came out the the brand new season. Now you gotta wait like a whole fucking year. Yeah, I might. Um, I liked it so much. I might read the. I don't know if it's comics or graphic novel that it is, but I might end up reading it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. Um, another one I saw. Uh, growing up, I had the books. My mom got them for me because I was fascinated. But I did see scary stories to tell in the dark. And I don't know if you guys grew up ever reading the books, but it's a kids' book. That movie's based on a kids' novel or stories, and it's fucking trippy, man. Like the scarecrow. I remember that shit growing up. I don't know if y'all remember that, but um, no, nah. Yeah, see if you ever. I, I remember like in fourth or fifth grade because remember that remember that one time you get the catalog and you're able to like, hey mom, can I get a Scholastic book or whatever? And for some reason I saw that, and so my mom signed off on that one in a Lego book. And oh, I, I remember like, it. no lie, bro, huh? I used to love that Scholastic shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, dog. <laughs> So then I remember I was reading the stories and I'll never forget, man. I remember one time the old fuck back in the old days, Pop was like saying goodnight, everybody. I'm like, hey, Pop, can you keep that door open, man? <laughs> that shit was fucking kind of freaking me out because they had one about a clown. They had one about a spiders and shit. And then when they saw the scarecrow, I was like, oh, damn, they talk about the scarecrow in the movie. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, the, shit, the way it was based upon, plus uh, um, Guillermo del Toro, the guy that did Shape of Water and all those movies, like Pan's Labyrinth, he had a producing role in it. It's it's really good. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, it's, it's good. It's got like a little goosebumps to it. Nice. And then uh, obviously the one that I was dying to see, I, I watched it. Peanut Butter Falcon, man. Uh, I cried. I, I cried. Uh, I, I'm happy for Shia LaBeouf because we all know that. He's got Shia. A, he's, Shia LaBeouf. He's got a, Shia LaBeouf. He's got a little crazy fucking bat, background and shit, but this movie kind of brought him back. And uh, if you just want to watch a good a good fucking movie, dude, it was it's good. It's it's got a good story to it, and uh, just never give up, man. And you see people with Down syndrome. The one thing I've never done in my whole life, man, people that you know are battling something, you never make fun of them, dude. And I hate fuckers that do that. It just it sucks. And when you watch this movie, it just really proves you that you know what, never give up, man. And that's the best part. Yeah, I'm excited for that one, man. I I'd seen the previews to it, and I. I like Shia LaBeouf. I want, I want, you know, I want his little comeback story and this whole nine. I like him since he was in Even Steven, I think he was in one of those shows Fucking on Disney. Holes, dog. Remember Holes? Yep, Holes too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I want to watch that, man. So I might have to go see that maybe next weekend. You know, also stream it too, dog. Yeah, we'll stream it too, you know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, man, like I said, I cried, bro. I cried and, it's funnier and shit too, and that's that's the best part. So, 
Yeah, I did a um, I did a flashback watch during the week. Me and Laura watched um, Bull Durham. Never Remember? seen that movie. Oh yeah, with Kevin hey, Costner. You never seen uh, Bull Durham? I've never seen it, but I know every every preview I see is Susan Sarandon. I'm like, God damn! Come on, <laughs> Scarface now Bull Durham. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, Laura's never seen it, so we watched it. Um, it was good. She um, she tapped out maybe towards the end. I don't think any. I don't think not that she didn't want to watch it or anything. She just tapped out. But it was good, man. It was a good uh, classic baseball movie, man. I enjoyed it a lot. You know that. Uh, you know Kevin Costner's just a huge fan of baseball. You know it's also nice to see yeah. the 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 minor league side of it. You know, so that's I real, never. That's a real baseball team. Is it? Yeah, the Durham Bulls, Bulls in uh, yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, there was also another one that I watched a documentary. This wasn't this time. Um, this wasn't recently, but it's kind of in that same vein. Was that one of um, Kurt Russell's father that owned one of those? I think, it might have been a Triple A team, and that was really interesting because he would like turn Triple A. He played, didn't he? Um, Kurt did. Yes. The yeah, dad yeah. just the dad was the manager or the owner, and that was really interesting because baseball he basically invented the farm league because they were really yeah, they were really doing good, and nobody really wanted to touch a lot of the farm leagues or really care about the the minor league um games. And he kind of brought people there. He he got as an owner, he got a lot of people in the seats and um, a lot of people were taking notice, and then from there, basically, the the big leagues kind of stepped in from there, and he battled them for years and years until they, you know, of course, big money's going to win, you know. But um, that was an interesting documentary. I can't remember the name of it, but I'll uh, I'll have to bring that up next time in the show. But yeah, we went back and watched that one. I Bull Durham. That was a really good one. You know, it's crazy, man. Is they just showed they just showed something uh, recently. Oh, oh, but and then. Um, 1994. This time, this time in 1994, y'all remember what happened? Um, no. Nah. The, the baseball strike. Dog. There was no more baseball for the rest oh. of the fucking year. Yeah, I remember who, that. Who was leading the league in home runs? <laughs> oh, it was Matt Williams. There you go. And who were the two best records? Uh, Montreal Expos and the Kansas City Royals. Mm-mm. Seattle Mariners and Chicago White Sox. They talked about this other day on the radio. That's how I know. <laughs> oh, that's for the AL and the NL is Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, that's a trip. Then Tony Gwynn was batting three ninety one. Mm-hmm. All kinds of shit, man. It was it was crazy, and I remember that shit. Because then we were like, "Fuck, hurry up, football!" But yeah, man, nineteen ninety four, all the way back then. That was a good year. Crazy, yeah, sir. But I got to flip real quick back. Cause I, I just hit me, but like the movie that I really want to see that comes out Friday, I want to see Good Boys. Yeah, that that one doesn't really make me want to go and around there, and watch it. Nah, but if it's on, because dog, growing up we were like that. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh, what yeah, the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah. You know? And that's why I kind of want to see it. Obviously, Seth Rogen and fucking his boy Evan, they always do those kind of movies and shit. But I think it's a based upon him, Craig Robinson, and somebody else. Someone was saying. Um, but it looks, it looks fucking, I don't know. I want to see it. Cause it just looks fucking funny. It looks like a good story. So good boys. I haven't seen that one yet. Preview. And then, uh, Friday Mindhunter season two comes out Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen season one, but season one was really fucking good. It's about like the seventies and sixties, like Manson, all them guys. And, uh, season two comes out and there's a Charles Manson fucking um it's a charles manson episode it looks fucking crazy from what the from what the uh the preview shows so i can't wait yeah i seen the um i watched episode one of that that was insane um i never really just we just never really picked it up just what didn't really fit us too much i mean i'd probably pick it up myself and watch it might have been a little too dark for laura but yeah that's on netflix right Yes, sir. Yeah, talking about Netflix, you see that um, they're bringing Eddie Murphy back, and they got him with they got him doing the Dolomite story. Oh, Dolomite, yep. Yeah, and did you hear how much money they gave him? I don't know if it was just for this, but for a stand-up, they're going to give him seventy million dollars. Woo! Just to do a stand-up, and I I believe Delirious just dropped on there, so they got Delirious on there. 
And uh, how much did they pay Chappelle? How much did they pay Chappelle? I don't it was know. A lot. It was a lot, but I don't think it was Eddie Murphy money. No, because they paid. Because even for um, because even back in what 2015 for Chris Tucker's, which was eh, I think but, they paid him like 10 million or something. But how could you imagine 30 years you haven't done anything? And you can still get that much money off of those two that you did, Dynamite or uh, Raw and Delirious. Off but of that's those- what I'm saying, though, because – and that's why when they brought Chris Tucker, they thought he was going to be like how he was in the Def Comedy Jam, and he wasn't. I mean, they had a couple funny parts, but it, it was just you – know, it was like, eh. But then Chappelle – Chappelle was fucking hilarious. Obviously, the third one was kind of like, what the hell? Wait, you, but, you said Chris Tucker? Yeah. But was Chris – I don't – Chris Tucker's – he was funny. His death comedy, his yeah. death comedy jam was funny. Yes, yes. Death comedy for, for 15, 30 seconds that he or 30 minutes or 15 minutes that he had up there. Yeah. But I never really I never was a fan of his stand-up though. Did you like did you listen to his last one? No. I liked it on Netflix. That one was good. Okay. That's what I was talking about. It was good, but it was yeah, still kind of slow. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it was it was good. I mean, honestly, the one I got Mike Epps is I can't watch Mike Epps. No, nah, no. Nah. Now I like Mike Epps in movies. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going to see him in this. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to dig his stand up. No, that's like me with Kevin Hart. I like Kevin Hart stand up, but I don't like him in movies. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm coming around to Kevin Hart's stand up. Yeah. Um, I'm, that last one was really good. I got um, sat down and yeah, watched a funny. little bit of that one. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But that's what's funny about DL, man. Because DL, every everyone that DL has is fucking great. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what cracks me up. DL, I think, can give you more than just funny. You know, he he's got a yeah. little bit of he's well, he's a well-rounded person. He's somebody that I'd just like to sit down and just talk to. Period. You know, yeah, well, that'd be a good conversation. Yeah, you ever, you ever just, listen to his radio show? No, I need to. Yeah, the radio show's pretty pretty good. I mean, it was a lot of politics talk, but that's fine I'm, with com- with with comedy. You know. Yeah, but I, I kind of uh, I kind of like his every single time I see him on Bill Maher, you know, I'm not as intelligent and up to date to politics as um, DL is, but I always like listening to his input and his thoughts of things. Yeah. You know? I really enjoy that of him. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But yeah, that's 70 million, dog. Damn, Eddie Murphy, you know, I mean, I think he'll be good because he's he's due, bro. I mean, I don't know the last movie he's done besides I, I fuck. I couldn't even tell you. Was it Pluto Nash? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dolomite's gonna be good because there's a couple people in that one. I, I can't remember off the top of my head who's all Craig, in it. Craig Robinson, Mike Epps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who else is in there? There's a lot of people in there. There were some people that I was like, "Holy crap!" But I gotta watch it again to see all the names. Yeah. But I guess he's gonna do a stand up after that, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if you ever seen him accept that uh, Mark Twain award, but um, he has like a little six-minute thing where he's up there. You know, not exactly full-blown stand-up, but you can kind of see he's he's still there. He's still got it. You know, um, he, you know that comedian Godfrey? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was talking about it uh, the other day. I was just in the interview with him um, about how yeah, Eddie's gonna have to like do some. Like private shows, he's got to work out. He's yeah, go he's, back out and work out because he ain't done a fucking stand up since fucking Raw in '87. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, if he did like a couple, you know, he was constantly doing it throughout the years, or, or here and there, he'll do some stand up to kind of keep it fresh. But he hasn't done shit in like over thirty years. He was he. They just did an interview with him with not an interview. He just did comedians in the car or comedians. In cars getting coffee or whatever with Seinfeld, yeah, with Seinfeld, he just did one, and they were talking about that where how he knows he needs to get back out and he needs to work out. Okay, so so that's definitely. I don't think he's just going to come out cold because it's a totally different game. Like Laura watched Delirious, mm-hmm. and she was just like, "Oh my god, like you can't get away with that shit now." You know? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. And no. she was dying. Don't get me wrong; she was dying, but she's just like, I don't think you can do that now. You know, no, I, no. I think he, I think he will. I think he's got to go. He's still got to be Eddie. You know, yeah. he can't just not do that. You know, now maybe he doesn't go full Eddie, but he's got to do a little bit, man, because that that won't be the same if it wasn't if it, if he doesn't do it. 
we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know why he's taking this long, you know? I he, he I think he just weirded out. You know, the, those people get in that mode where they just give up. Look at um, Steve Martin did the same thing with stand-up. You know, he just gave it up. I mean, that's a ruthless game. You're up there alone, and there's nobody else there, and I, Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, those people that can do that like day in, day out, you know, those, those guys are awesome, man. And I don't know. I, 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 it's a shame that Eddie and Steve aren't doing it, you know, because it was, I loved watching George Carlin, even in growing older and doing his stuff. Mm-hmm. And my, one of my favorite, um, Don Rickles doing that, you know, gosh, Don mm-hmm. Rickles had a, Don Rickle has a red, resident, uh, residency in Vegas, you know, and he's, yeah. just, he's, to me, he's he's the man. That I I loved his thing. He was the one that was never afraid, not afraid to say anything to anybody. You know, he was old enough to do that and still get away with it. You know, um, but yeah, you know, you know us all in stand up, man. We love it, man. So yeah, this I don't know anybody worth seeing. There's not many stand ups coming out right right now. Right now, it's kind of dead. It's kind of dead right now. Yeah, um, me and Brian were talking about um, Montescalco. Laura loves him. I was Ooh. actually looking for um, Sebastian. Sebastian Montescalco. Oh, okay, okay, Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Laura really likes him a lot. But, I mean, he's not like – I mean, he's doing things now. I, I didn't know he was such a big comedian. Um, I just barely got on – I barely started listening to him about three years ago maybe. But, yeah, I don't really think there's anybody really – that would make me go run out and get tickets and go see, or that I'm like dying to see anything, you know, besides Chappelle. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Big time. I mean, I, I remember I saw Martin back in the day in, in 2011. He was, yeah. funny. he was funny as hell. I'd go see a lot of those old guys, you know, yeah. Tom, um, what's, what's the little guy from in living color, the little skinny black guy. Oh, Tommy. Tommy Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. yeah I'd love to see him again. Yeah, I saw David. I see Jim Carrey, dude. David Jim Carrey did one. Oh hell yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I've seen a couple of his old ones. I saw David Allen too. He he was funny at first, and then it got weird. <laughs> oh, did it? Oh, David Allen Greer. Yeah, I like Joe Coy. Joe Coy's fucking funny, dude. I haven't watched that one, the new one. Yeah, it's oh, it's fucking, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I like Joe Coy's pretty good, but uh. Yeah, man, I can't get over that. I, I just saw, I just saw a, a clip of Dolomite. That shit looks fucking. That shit looks good, dog. Like I remember Harlem Nights. I actually like Harlem Nights. <laughs> yeah, Harlem Nights was good. I, I love Harlem Nights. Love it. I might Great have cast. Cast. One, of the, one of the best like black cast. Like it's oh just, yeah, one, not even black cast. Just great cast. Period. Especially for that time, like for that time too. You had like people like like Lynch. people in their prime. All yeah. of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking uh, Robin Harris and and, and um, uh, Eddie Red and Arsenio and Rod Fox and just great, great cast, man. That movie has some classic, some classic uh, scenes in there. Eddie's Eddie's done some classic movies, man. That I <laughs> that have that are deep. Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> just oh. like in, like I like I loved as a child, you know, like um, what's that golden golden child? Yeah, golden, golden child. child. I used right? to watch that all the time. Um, coming to America, I love yeah. coming to. I still love coming to America. Well, you know they're working on it too, right? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just glad he's back out there, man. And then, oh, Wesley Snipes is in Dolomite. Yes, he is. What? That's right. Because I remember seeing somebody. I'm like, oh, damn. Snoop's in there too. Yep, Snoop's in there too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for that one. I don't know. I don't have any clue on when it comes out or anything. Uh, well, it should be soon. I'm yeah, like, it's Netflix, right? Yeah, it should be. Got to be the Irishman, then fucking Dolomite, man. Dolomite. Irishman's coming Dolomite. out next year, right? Yeah. Not so. next month. Oh no! Oh, is, is it? I thought it was next year. I, it said later on this year. Oh, oh shit! Okay. I hope so, man. I'm, I'm dying already. Yeah. Yes, sir. Speaking of dying, man. So, guys, fantasy football obviously is coming up soon. Uh, What's that you to know, do with dying? I mean, I know. Huh? What's that to do with dying? Because <laughs> dying to know, like, what, who your who y'all's first pick is going to be. You know I can give you, I'm not going to give you anything because I don't want you to take my picks. There you go. But 
it's just <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited. No lie, like fantasy draft is like an adrenaline rush. No, nah, it's fun, like, man. I, like even for for me, that's not even like a big football guy that pays attention to all these people. But like that week before, I'm like scouring, looking, and trying to set up something yeah. like mock wood, you know. And I yeah, like you said, it's exciting. I was dying, dog, the one last year, and I'm like, who the fuck picked up this cat? I'm like, fucking Mike. <laughs> it just had him on there. I was like, God damn. But no, it's like your first three, three to, well, no, all of them do. I know at the end it kind of gets a little down, but like your first couple picks is like, that's your season right there. It's like, I like week two. Good, bad. I like week two. I like week two picking somebody that like nobody's got. I don't know. I'm such a, yeah. I love digging and trying to find somebody that's like a rookie or, or just really not. Nobody really had him on their yeah. roster. I love doing that. That's why I like was last year with Go ahead. the the first week of preseason. You see rookies that ball out, and you keep them in your keep them in mind ah. for when the draft comes because they're going to yep. not too many people might pay attention to them, pick them up late, and then they might have a good season. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I I got a couple. That's I got uh, a couple names. Yeah, if like Philip Lindsay, man. Last year, Philip, no one knew about him. Yeah, I picked him up after week one. I, he fucking he did good. <laughs> Kelly Kelly dropped Joe Mixon, which I'm like, sis, really? I picked him up. And <laughs> Joe Mixon balled out for me. Uh, and two years ago, Deshaun Watson before he blew out his ACL. Yeah, dude, like he was he was butter, man. So I, I can't wait. I know it's gonna be what I think next week. Speaking of Deshaun, you think he's gonna bounce back because he had an off season last year. Deshaun Watson, I think so. Yeah. I think he's going to be good. He's going to have Will Fuller back. Uh-huh. Um, they they just picked up a running back. I don't, I don't, I, for, I forgot who it was. Duke, but Duke Johnson. Who? Duke from Cleveland. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, you've been in Cleveland. Yeah, no, they picked up Duke Johnson, and I think they're going to be good, man. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know who the one I'm like fucking like. There's two guys I'm scratching my noggin about, and it's fucking Bell and Brown. Because mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell to the Jets, Adam – I know Mike's not paying attention right now, but anyways. Fucking Adam, <laughs> no, Le'Veon Bell nah, – I'm just fucking with you. Look at that. Le'Veon Bell to the Jets because Adam Gase's running game is was always like second to last at Miami. Mm-hmm. And even with Denver when he had like no Sean Moreno, CJ Anderson, and Ronnie Hillman, their running game wasn't that great. That's why I'm like, oh, fuck. Do you really want Le'Veon Bell as your first-round pick? Nah, he's not you a first-round pick running back no more. And AB, not Antonio Brown either, nope. man. No, that's because you don't know what you can get with Derek Carr. Plus, with his foot foot problem. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you a sleeper though. I'm just gonna say it. Fuck it, Kyler Murray. Keep your eyes on Kyler Murray. Yeah, uh, he's a rookie this year. He's gonna start the way his the offense is. He he's gonna pick it up right away. I think Kyler Murray might be Deshaun Watson from two years ago. And he can run. Uh, too. He going yeah. He gonna be exciting. And that's I mean that's. He's pretty much the only rookie I can think of right now on the top of my head that's going to be playing because I know Daniel Jones is going to back up poor Eli. Uh, um, I don't know. After that first preseason game, <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna bench Eli. they better. They win. We, know, we, know, we, know, we know about the Giants fucking running back. We know about that guy. I know we're all got a hard on for him. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of my uh, quarterback in, you know, hello, in fucking Kansas City. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's just – I can't wait, bro. Let's fucking – let's just get this shit started, man. And it's fun. I mean, that's fun. And then obviously the end of the year when we do our fucking football pick for the wild card playoff shit. But um, you, you I, know what, I can't wait you know, for it. You know who's going to put up big fantasy numbers? Who, because I don't, I think because of their holdout player is uh, Philip Philip Rivers. Yeah. If they don't – if their running game is not going too well and Gordon misses a couple games in the beginning of the season – uh, I, I don't know, but Phillips going to be throwing that rock a lot then. Yeah, he's going to be putting. Yeah, he's up. got he's got the guys. Yeah, he's he got, got I mean, obviously, defense. They lost better. Tyrell Williams. Remember, they lost Tyrell Williams to the Chargers, but then Mike Williams is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally forgot the fucking Rams got wet. I know they got Weddle, but I forgot they got Clay Matthews. Yes, they did. He put Clay Matthews with fucking Aaron Donald. You know, um, like Hard Knocks yesterday had their scrimmaging. And, ah, dude, no, everyone, no, don't tell me. No, no, I'm not going to I'm not, I'm not say anything like that, but what I'm saying is everyone's just amazed. Aaron, Aaron Donald's small. Yeah, he is. Like, he, he's not the he's not the big beast that everyone thinks he is. But he's fast. But you just fuck. see his skills, man. He is fucking faster than you know what. Yeah. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah, he's a beast, dude. I mean, that's a defense to look at. The Rams, in a way, even though they do give up points. Obviously, Chicago, the Bears, Mac, you know, Trubisky. Um, I think the the I think Jacksonville is going to be back with the defense again. Uh, what quarterback they picked up? Nick Foles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're going to be better. They have a better quarterback now. Minnesota's always going to have a good D. I mean, there's always. I mean, Seattle's always going to have a good D. Because you want, I mean, honestly, God, truth. Besides the sacks, it's the fucking quarterbacks. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, no offense, Mike, with the Raiders' defense. I mean, I don't know. Maybe actually, you know what? You guys got some ballers. Mm-hmm. But there's always those defenses you want to stay away from, man. Um, you know, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. Well, Raiders played not Raiders played already right against the Rams. Yeah, they won. I mean, I know it's preseason, but I mean, they seem legit. I saw a little highlights. Yeah, I did too. It's gonna come, Mike. Though the only guarantee <laughs> is Patriots. Patriots gonna win the AFC East, like always. <laughs> you know, that's a guarantee. Yeah, I don't and, know who's gonna challenge them. NFC East is gonna be between Dallas and Philly. Yeah, I don't see Washington making a run. I, I think the toughest division is gonna be the NFC Central. Central, there's no more I, Central. Oh, I'm sorry, NFC North. Yeah. My bad. Oops. Oh, the North, uh, Minnesota, Detroit. Both. You know what? No, both North. I can't even talk. Both North and South. I think. Mike's all looking at that paint, huh, Doc? Like that shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think Minnesota's still not going to be legit. Uh, I really don't. They just, dude, Kirk Cousins different. I um, Cook comes back and plays good. I think another year with Trubisky and Matt Nagy, that dude, the Bears were the biggest shocker. They balled out, man. They did that deep. Fucking when they got Khalil Mack, he changed the whole team. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, sorry. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got they got Chuck Pagano as their defensive coordinator, but he's still he, he's got a good defense, man. Yeah, most definitely. But I know they got rid of Jordan twenty uh, four Jordan Howard. Where'd he go? But they got he went to the fucking Eagles. Oh, he oh he did. He... Yep, that's what I said too. Mm. Your guys' running back's gonna do good too, right? He's in fucking Cabo. He's in Cabo. Yeah, he's he's holding out right now. No. Yeah, he wants to. Yeah, contract. man. Are you fucking car. kidding? Me? Uh, where you been, huh? Looking at paint, like Brian said. Yeah. <laughs> been the whole yeah, yeah. the last like three. Look at that, hey, dog. I'm, he's not looking, he's at that I'm not a Raider. I'm not a Cowboy fan. Oh, but Mike's looking, looking, at, Mike's looking at that fucking C Miss Green, dog. That shit looks fucking bomb. Yeah, Sherwood Williams. Algae green. Uh, the Bears got. Besides Tyreek Cohen, they picked up Mike well, Davis. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, What's yeah. your guy holding? Well, fill me in. I'm not going to know anything if you don't tell me what the oh. hell's happening. Well, Zeke wants a new contract. He's still on his rookie but contract. He's still under contract, yeah. He's, yeah, but he has two more years left on his rookie deal. And he now he wants an uh, extension with more money. Because he's – I mean, he's making like seven. Do you think he's worth it? But he's also lead, he's not. He's not – no, he's not. Because he's not leading by example. He's a fucking idiot off of it. This is what happens, dude. B, B knows this too. Back in what '93, mm-hmm. when Emmett Smith held out, Dallas was so fucking different. And we were zero and two, and then we fucking paid the man, and we fucking won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Emmett, there's no other Emmett. Zeke is good. Fuck yeah, he's good. But you know what? Running backs, unfortunately, are replaceable. Zeke is a stud, but you know what? After all his off the field shit mm-hmm. from like years ago, it's I'm over it, dog. Like if we got rid of him. Yeah, it's gonna suck, but you know what? We don't have to worry in the off season. Yeah, about that's how I feel, dude. Like about your star player getting suspended again. You know? Yeah, I mean he's an idiot off the field. He acts stupid, you know. And I mean, boy, needs a haircut. But it's just like you know, it's like we had him for we had a we had him when he was the, like his rookie year, last year, and then um, it's just it's just different, bro. Uh, I rather like you. We talked about earlier, like spend the money on Dak. Amari and Jalen Smith, who's going to be a free agent soon, you know? Yeah, that's true. Oh, no, you got to pay the Tank, too? Lawrence? The Marcus Lawrence? Who? He got paid. Oh, yeah, I forgot they paid him already. I'm sorry. He got that. He, he got, yeah, he, he did get, get paid. Yeah, he did get paid. I mean, you know, but if, if you do trade Zeke, don't send him to the fucking in our division, please, because that will just be stupid, you know? Send him to, like, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect team. They don't, they don't need him, but send him to Buffalo. Well, who's their running back? <laughs> They fuck who they got uh Frank Gore, LaShawn McCoy. Uh Zeke's better than both all those guys. These guys are older. Send them to my send them to Miami, dog. Yeah, you go it. play in Miami, dog. Yeah, but um yeah, man. Uh Raiders though, I, I just 
Hard Knocks was made for the Raiders with Gruden. Oh my god, especially episode two. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we watched it. We watched episode one last night, and uh, it got Laura hooked. She was sitting there. I think she kind of stepped in halfway through it, and then we rewatched the half that she didn't um, see. Yeah, um, it's it's funny, dude. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. So I want to see it. I it, it actually made me watch Last Chance You, the new season again, because it I don't know, I just got done with it, and I was like, I want to watch this again. So I watched uh, Last Chance You season four, a little bit of the first episode of that one. So the coach, the coach that was last chance you last year with the Kansas guy, yeah, he got fired. He's still there. No, he got fired. Uh, oh, from mean, Kansas. You the mean the guy that was from Compton? Yeah, he's still he's still there in season four, but I don't know. Maybe he got fired this season. Yeah, he got fired for man. He he some racist shit came out. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, so it was just bizarre. But no, I, I that that's a good show. It sucked for Homeboy from the Raiders. Spoiler alert: The one that was from Lance Chance, you did he didn't fucking make the one day at training camp, dog. That's what we yeah, were. That's what, that's what we were talking about. I'm like, how do you do that Last Chance you, where you? Why would you even go to that and put your heart into it if you get an opportunity, mm-hmm. and and not even give it your all? You know. Did uh? Did you watch the very end though, where the guys go, "We got, we got, we got black, we got Mexicans, we got really black." Did you see that fucking part? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why my name's really black right now. <laughs> what did he say? He's like, "What you a preacher? You a comedian preacher?" <laughs> oh shit! I mean, that's what made me watch Last Chance You again because I remember, I remember that guy on there, Odie or whatever that kid's name is, Ali. I remember Ali, and I was rooting for him. You know, I mean, I, I think see it. you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, in some way, I think they brought it out, brought him in there just because of that to some degree, but who knows? Well, I mean, they, they give they always give guys the opportunity. I mean, you you watch the show, you see that you know how much he he did on there. Like, okay, let's give a guy a shot. Yeah. But who's he, our who's, a, who's our defensive guy named Bell? Um, um, somebody in there, man, was ripped as hell, man. I was like, God damn, the coach I Abrams. I don't know if he was a maybe he was a coach. I don't think he was a coach. I think he was a player. Bell. Bell. Yeah, his last name was Bell. I'll find out. Is he a rookie? Maybe. I don't I don't even know. I just seen I just barely seen the back of him. I, he wasn't even playing. Oh, okay. Oh. You're checking out guys with muscles, huh? Hell yeah. I didn't <laughs> I was huge, man. I was like, God damn. Bell, I don't know who that is. Quinton? Quint, Quentin Bell. Quentin Bell. Quentin Bell. I don't know who that uh, is. Number Long 20 Beach. something, right? Oh, shit, he's from Long Beach. Quentin Bell. I don't know. Me don't know. Ask who. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited for number two, man. You're like you said though, Brian, that they were uh Raiders were made for it, and of course with Gruden, you know. Oh god, yeah, dude. Fucking yeah, those guys go watch episode wait till episode two, episode because and then McVeigh's there from the Rams, and they talk so similar. Oh yeah, yeah, they because they had that scrimmage, right? And they're yeah, and obviously John Gruden gave it was the first person to give him a job back in the late uh late two thousands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, early, 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 early. But uh, speaking of early, man, what's up with the music, boys? What are we listening to? Hey, I want to go see NAS on Sunday. Oh, that's right, NAS. Big Nas, man, up there at uh, G Double O D. Good man, he was G R E A T. Nas was so. You you can tell there's some performers you know that they'll perform, but you can tell they're just doing it because you know they're gonna get the check doing it. Like you, you look at Nas's face and how he interacts with the crowd, he really loves performing. Like he he was all about it, uh into it. His fucking I swear you were listening to the, the C D or whatever, because he was because he was spitting his bars like perfectly, every single one, you know. Nice, and um, he played all the hits. Uh, just and you know, you know, Nas is he was kicking knowledge in between songs, you know, about unity and all that other stuff. You know how Nas is, mm-hmm. and um, no, nah, he was. I'm glad I was able to see Nas live because he that puts that makes me think, okay, any other rapper, you guys got to put in that same effort that Nas puts in when he performs, you know, 
He doesn't slack. He doesn't give you no half-ass shit. You know, he's really yeah. Nas was so dope, man. Especially because he's not even a rookie and he's doing that. You know? Oh no, he's been performing forever, and you can tell he enjoys it still to this day. You know, still to this day. You know, that's somebody I got. I gotta see. Um, I, that's your I, guy, bro. I know, I know, and I've never seen him. I, I've definitely got to go. Um, I, I we went and seen one time at a reggae show. KRS One came out and 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 performed, and he was awesome, man. Same thing how you're saying B when he kicked like knowledge. He was kicking knowledge. Yeah, and it was it was awesome. So I, I definitely got to go see Nas some sometime soon. Yeah, and the seats were that bad. Like it was standing. I mean, they had seats in the back, but um, I was up there by the stage. I was real close. Got good video. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was like giving people dap in the front row. Like he was just all interested. Talking about where are all my weed smokers at. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple in there you can smell a little bit, but um, nah, like definitely anybody out there go see Nas live. You money worth it you know what i'm saying I'm telling you nice yeah nice but uh what i've been listening to though is uh oh, big rick ross Let me oh, yeah, he did just drop that huh yeah uh i've been a big big ross fan for a while um some, some albums i'm wow. like uh you know i could have been like <laughs> you know but most of the time yeah ross is pretty good um new album called port of miami 2 uh, this came out. He got a lot of features on there. Drake and um, I, forget, I forget who else. He has tons of features, but um, pretty pretty good vibe album. Um, I was actually listening to the whole album on the way to the um, go see Nas, so uh, I got to hear most of it because you know a little, little drive. I think it was about an hour drive or so. Um, but um, nah, Ross, pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've always liked some Rick Ross. So, you know, he does his thing. Nice. Yeah, but uh, I think that's the, that's the thing I've been listening to. I haven't been listening to nothing else new besides that. So, uh, what about you, Mike? Um, I On that Nas tip, I, I went and listened to the Nas Lost Tape. Liked, liked it. I got about halfway through. Mm-hmm. So I got I to gotta continue that. Um, what else have I been listening to? I've also been listening to... Off, off of hip hop, I've been listening to Slipknot. I, oh, shit. They, yeah, they just dropped a new album, and um, I got about almost finished it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I haven't listened to Slipknot in a long time. I was always a somewhat fan of theirs. I enjoyed their music. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, the double, um, the double drums. You know how that guy has double drums, man. When he goes, there, it's awesome, man. And. I don't know. I really enjoyed the album. I I really did. I'm. It, it might be something that I would go back to, and I got to maybe put a couple of those things Fuck on yeah. my um, workout playlist. Plus, they're still fucking singing mass, dude. Yeah, yeah, and um, I just enjoyed it, man. It was. I I wasn't expecting it. I Brian always talking about you know something different, so I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go back a little old school and listen to this because it's their new. They they popped up in the new albums, you know, or new releases, so. I love that shit. Yeah, I have, guy, I have a guy at work who I guess they have a knot fest every yeah. year. Okay, and, uh, a guy at work he that's, that's his favorite band, so he's gonna go, but they cancel it, I guess, uh, oh, or, or some shit like that. But um, yeah, he was just telling me he loves him some fucking Slipknot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I haven't heard no Slipknot in fucking years for me. <laughs> hey, that album was pretty good. I was yeah. I was uh, thoroughly really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I um on on YouTube I listen. I'm all you know. I'm a big Tiny Desk fan, and um, Laura loves this girl, girl by the name of Lizzo, and uh, Lizzo just did a Tiny Desk man. She was badass, man. I I, mm. I don't know. I like her, man. I um she kind of sings a lot. She's like an opera too, and she raps, and I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. I've listened to a couple of her, couple of her songs before. Uh, you know, through Laura and stuff. One of them actually made my playlist in my jump rope. So, hey, hey. So, um, I enjoyed that one. What else have I been listening to? Oh, here's here's a question I have for you guys. Okay. Um, for a producer, outside mm-hmm. of the, you know some of our guys that we like, you know, of course, um, who do you get excited for when you see them like featuring on somebody's album? Who's somebody that you like? Like, if you looking at if you're looking at like the whole list and you see a feature, and normally let, let's just say a producer for some reason they call them out, you know, who's somebody that you're like, oh, I gotta listen to that track. Pusha T. 
Okay, I wouldn't even think about him being a producer. No, you always, I'm talking producer. Wait, a producer featuring? Yeah, or not featuring, but you know, like a producer that he normally doesn't work with is like, I'll just give an example. Swiss, oh. Beats. Swiss Beats is mine. Like, if I see Swiss Beats on something, I got it. Like, I'm like, I go, I go straight to it and figure it out. Oh, well, me is Dre. It's always been Dre. Always been Dre? Always been Dre. Yeah, hands down. Always been Dre. Anything? Uh, it's got to be quick. Yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah. Anything with quick, quick in any of his posse. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. quick, quick pretty much produces like most, mostly his whole posse anyway, huh? Yeah. yeah. So, so featuring wise though, you're talking about you. You've got to go. You would uh, push a tease. One of the guys that you're just like gotta gotta listen to that track. It's because for some reason when when Pusher T is featured on somebody's song, it goes hard. He, he never honestly. Th- there was a thing saying what rapper never had a bad verse. I mean, maybe Pusha had a verse like on his clips albums where him and his brother was with the clips, but when he features on somebody's shit, his 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 verses are always fucking hard as shit. I cannot lie. I gotta go. What about J. Cole? No, J. Cole had some he he had some features I wasn't really feeling. Uh, yeah. But he did have some some dope ones though, too. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, know. you yeah, that because even on that Corday album, that push a T one with him is fire, man. Yeah. Now that you say that, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look back at some of those features that I've seen with Pusha and see how much he elevates that whole track. Yeah, he, you know? he does. It's a certain I don't know what's up with him. He gets if he whenever he's featuring somebody's shit, he's like, he's like, all right, I'm gonna step my bars up. <laughs> mm. I'm, about, I'm about to give it to you guys. Yeah, because I don't think he wants to be the 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 one that said who had the weakest verse on the track. I think he probably challenges himself. Yeah. Cause where some rappers yeah. do that, they like when when Jay when they said Eminem killed Jay-Z on M, on Renegade back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they said Kanye killed Jay-Z on um um what's that one with, with Rihanna run run this town. They said Kanye had the better verse, but Jay was like, what's that? Two songs out of how many I did? Two people were better <laughs> than me. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't really care about it what people were saying that they killed him on, on two songs. Uh, Jay Jay just got that new deal with the NFL, right? Yes, sir. You hear about that? Yeah. yeah. Jay's doing man, that guy's fucking continue to do fucking big things, man. Yeah, because he and then he's talking about signing. Oh, that's not talking about music. Another uh show I was watching, music and TV, was that new one on Amazon from um not Wale. Who the hell am I trying to say? Who's the guy that went to jail and just oh, got Mick, out? Mick Mills? Yeah, Meek Mills. Yeah, he's got a whole little documentary, like a little eight-part series about him going to jail and that whole nine. Yeah. I think I think um, Jay just signed him, right? No, no. Meek Mills kind of been connected with Jay for a while, but but Meek Mill has his own um, record label, Dream Chasers, but it's under somebody, but um, like a you know big company. But I'm not too sure Jay signed him. Maybe. Maybe management wise, because he does man rock rock nation management. Yeah, okay. Because he just recently signed Bendy the Butcher and uh Conway the Machine. I, I think I told you about those guys. And what was yeah, like, yeah. said they were he said it was grimy. <laughs> yeah, those three guys are all from Buffalo, but those fools are dope as hell. Um yeah, it's probably management then. Yeah, I do doing big things right now, man. Yeah, big things, big, big things, man. What about you, Brian? What you bumping, man? Well, no, just kidding. Um, got a, a, a Bass brought up a new album, came up, Spilt Milk. Uh, four songs off of it. It's okay. Uh, he's got a couple, like Nirvana is a really good song, and he's got a couple with uh, Earth Gang. Really like. Uh, so it's called Spilt Milk, only four songs. And then there's an R&B band that caught my attention, man, and I've been bumping them for a while. They're called Always Never. Um, different kind of R&B. They're from Toronto, but damn, if you haven't listened to Always Never, the song's called Wylan, but some good shit, man. The whole album was fucking really good. Hmm. Always Never, huh? Yeah, Always Never. It's it's different. It's a different R&B, but legit. Like I heard the whole album, and I was like, this damn caught my attention, man. Was it soulful or no? No, it's got like a little a little electro, I guess, to it, oh. but it's. Yeah, it's it's they they call it R and B. I couldn't, I would disagree about R and B, but that's what they're called. <laughs> but it's called Always Never, and uh, pretty good shit. 
Okay. 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 That's what I'd be listening to. I don't know what other albums are coming out in the future. I don't know if you guys know anything. If your sources told you anything, you know what? That's the uh, weird thing of now with these inter- with the internet stuff. Like I don't even really pay attention to who's coming out. I used to nope. remember. It's well, Fridays. Uh, Fridays on Spotify or Google Music. That's why I was like, wait, Bass has a new album. See, it's weird. Social media, you guys would be knowing stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know? Well, they don't sell shit on fucking Friendster or fucking MySpace, homie. All I see is Tom. <laughs> hit me up on AOL chat I'll get that shit yeah man I don't see that shit at all like I don't even like I don't know who's who's up next for an album on, you know so yeah, it's man. all good I don't still, got, still got an album coming out in like another week and uh, 22nd so, album I know I still got so many fucking albums though but, <laughs> but keep on the music tip uh, I don't know if we talked about a Wu-Tang series coming out oh yeah that's it's out right now no is it out on Hulu already I th- oh maybe I just maybe I seen it so much that I thought it was already out. I thought it came out in September. Oh, you yeah. might be you might be right then. Yeah, that's I'm really looking forward to seeing that. That's you know like that, the, that documentary was fucking legit. I, that yeah. was a damn good documentary. Yeah, it makes you want to like just fucking flip off RZA in a way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the whole the whole fucking thing was good, man. Yeah. Yeah, it made me want to read um, You God's book because I think he he opened it up a little bit too, supposedly. Yeah, he does. I think they all do, man. I mean, but you know what? It, it you know it, it did make me not like Rizzo a lot, but at the end of the day, they all still got love for him. You know what I mean? They you know it's yeah, only, it made me realize you know how because I even was kind of like fuck, man. Um, but you know they still came together for this. You know they still did something. That that Rizik, nobody could take that away from any of them, you know. Nah. And for them to be so big, all of them, you know, still, and I, I don't think you could have contained them, even if you wanted to, you know. No, nah, they're they're too strong. They got everyone has big. All of them have strong personalities, and they're not just gonna just let people run all over them, you know. They're gonna make their yeah. own decisions. They're gonna do what they want to do, um, but. Even though RZA, you know, he his business side and did what he did, but RZA produced a lot of hits for these guys. If it wasn't for RZA getting them together, they yeah. wouldn't they wouldn't even be where they're at right now. No mm-hmm. fucking Wu Wear, dog. Yeah, no Wu Wear, none of that stuff. Wu Tang clothes, they still sell a lot of Wu Wear shit. Wu Tang clothes. Oh hell yeah! Worldwide, I never worn Wu Wear. Wu Tang is worldwide is still one of the best hip hop groups. You know they can tour if they all want to tour. You know across seas. Oh, this every show's gonna get sold out easily. Easily, you know. Yeah, how sure. did Red, how did Red Man come into the mix there though? Because Meth, him and Method Man's relationship. Because I love me some Red Man. Dog. Because, Red, because Red Man always fucks with Meth, and they do. You know they they do that. Yeah, but where did that where? Red Man what? used to be the Death Squad with Red Man, uh, Keith Murray. Oh, that's right. And, uh, and I forgot. Yeah, Eric Sherman, right? Eric Sherman, yeah. Eric Sherman, yeah. Eric Sherman from EPMD. So, um, yeah, he's. I mean, Redman's been around since '92. He came out before actually Wu Tang, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah, Redman. Love me some Redman, dog. Yeah, Redman's fucking. Dope. I'll be there. He's funny too. That's Real the thing about Redman. He doesn't take himself too seriously, you know. So, like, that's that's the funny part about him, you know. The best Cribs episode ever was his. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> that was his. But he did it like in an old, his old no. house, wasn't it? No, no, it was just a house he had. It was like a two-bedroom, like, kind of yeah. like house looking thing. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think he had his cousin sleeping on the floor. And yeah, yeah they call it hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch that. I'm going to YouTube that and watch that after this. Yeah, I think I might too. That shit, I remember that shit was dying. I was like, what the fuck? That shit was super funny, man. <laughs> you know what makes me mad, dog? Is no one ever talks about Jizza, dude. That's what makes me mad about Wu Tang. I, I I don't even know Jizza, and I love Jizza. Hey, no, Jizza. No one, no one gives Jizza love. Jizza had a great first album, Liquid Swords. Love that album, but no, who doesn't get love? You God. Yep. And Master Killer. Yep. And Master Killer to me, that fool's badass. Yeah. I don't even know a lot about him, you know. That, I mean, that documentary made me want to like uh, go back and listen to more Master Killer. Yeah, yeah. You forget all the spinoffs they had. Remember they had uh, Killer Army and Grave Diggers. Yeah, Grave Diggers. The Wu Tang Clamp. Yeah, 
Yeah. Wu-Tang so. Killer Bees. Wu-Tang. And uh, Shaheen. Remember Shaheen? Well, young Shaheen back in the day? He was part no, of Wu-Tang. I'm familiar, but... Yeah, he was young at the time, but he was like affiliated with Wu-Tang a little bit. Uh, he was a solo artist, but yeah, he kind of would roll with the Wu-Tang click. He was young at the time. Shaheen. Yeah. Hmm. Back in the day. Music, Wu-Tang, man. Wu-Tang forever. I'm telling you, man, end of the end of the year, or end of this month, corn asking Alexandria and fucking uh, your band, Mike. Uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a fucking blank, dog. Um, under oath. Oh shit. Yeah, they're playing in Irvine, dog. We gotta go, man. I know it's hard, but I'm just saying that. I just saw that shit pop up. Under oath. Oh shit. Just go, man. Just go. Yes, sir. That's uh, fucking man. Some love for Jizza, though. If you hear me, Jizza, got some love for you. Yeah. But we got any picks, gentlemen? Fuck, man. I, mean... I got a pick, man. If y'all, if y'all got a fucking headache and shit, um, you know, I know there's a shit ton of aspirin out there and stuff like that. You got to leave. You got bear for heart attacks and shit. You got Advil, but for me. My go-to is Excedrin. Um, I don't know what it is, whether I'm hungover, too much sun or whatever. I take a couple of Excedrin, and that shit, my headache goes away. So Excedrin, migraine, Excedrin, whatever, the green bottle. Um, Just be careful at night because I forgot that Excedrin does have caffeine. So if you take it at night, you ain't going to bed. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, I got got something if we're talking about that and you're just talking about going to bed is uh, melatonin. Melatonin. I always have a hard time getting down and going to bed. Mm-hmm. So um, you, the one of the things that makes you go to bed is when you produce melatonin, and melatonin makes you fall asleep. So you can get melatonin all natural, so it's not anything crazy like fucking Ambien or anything like that. But um, they have these fast-acting tabs that you can take, and then you drop two of those. For me, two of them. And it uh, puts me down pretty good. I actually have some, but I need to use it more because I do have a problem going to sleep. Yeah, you got a new bed, man. What the fuck? No, I go to bed <laughs> early, but then I wake up like I, I don't know. I just I can't sleep throughout the night. I wake up too many times. I got to no fucking I... go ahead, man. No, I was gonna say because <laughs> melatonin doesn't always work for me, but I got some Snoop Dogg drops and a Friday night that I guess you put a, you put one drop in underneath your uh, tongue and you let it sit for about five minutes. Without drinking or doing anything, it's supposed to, you know, it's it's weed, so it's supposed to put me to bed. So I'm gonna try that tonight. Ooh, weed, homie. But you know, man, I didn't know fucking, I didn't know Mission Grove had a fucking train, dog, in apartment number twenty five. God damn. Well, is it, is it <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> I don't know. I've had my moments too, man. But it's not when you're tired, dog. It's like, and the worst part is, is like when people tell you you snore, you don't believe them. But, and I know I do lately when I get into that deep sleep, man. But you know, sleep, sleep's important, man. Oh, yeah. I got to pick. Um, my knee's been killing me for about two months. And yesterday, it was the worst it's been in a long, in a long time. And um, so I have some stuff I got. It's called glucosamine. Yep. Glucosamine. glucosamine. Yeah. So I picked. I took two this morning, right? And I had no pain today. And I was like, fuck, this shit really works. <laughs> Glucosamine is basically like WD-40 for your joints. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it is. I take it every single day. Um, I think I got hit to it because of like Laura's parents, you know, being disabled. They, you know, anything they told us about that. And working out, too, is always good to take glucosamine. So, yeah, that's excellent, man. Stay on that, man. Yeah, it really that helped. Was, that was some CBD. Yeah, I wish I had some CBD oil. The yes, CBD oil is good. Yeah. I had to give me some, but no, I really helped my knee today because yesterday, uh, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I was walking up, I was walking like fucking Red Fox and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I was in so yeah, much no. pain. Yeah, I was like, I'm getting old, you big dummy. Yeah, but. Big dummy, man. Yeah, Gotta give a quick shout out to uh, my kids, Aiden and Harlow. They're in school today. Today was their first day, Aiden. First grade, uh, first grade, first day at middle school, sixth grade, he was excited. And my daughter, her last year in elementary school, I just want to give a shout out to Aiden Harlow. 
first Ooh. day and just have a blessed year, you know. Hey, did Aiden get beat up by eighth grader? Nope. Okay. We she has that. a lot of girls. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I was like, you like to go, hey, there's a lot of girls. I was like, you're in sixth grade. Uh, <laughs> shit. So, hey. I, I was a horny sixth grader. Shit, I don't know. Got them Robin Gibbons posters and shit. <laughs> uh, this fool. <laughs> <laughs> we got a show title. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna rock. I'm gonna rock your world. <laughs> end to end it. But that's gonna be it for this podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Subscribe to BNB Podcast on iTunes to listen, comment, and review. And you can also listen on YouTube and Podbean.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BNB Podcast Three, and also on our Facebook fan page where you can vote on polls and stay up to date on future podcast episodes.